Hello, hello. Welcome to week five of Talk Nasty to Me. Who would have thought that we would have gotten this far? Not me. Just kidding. I absolutely knew that because when I set my mind to something, I always get it. Anyway, (laughs) hi. I haven't talked to you in a week, obviously, because the last time that we spoke was last Monday. How the heck are you? Just kidding. You can't answer me. I'm going to tell you about how I am. If I'm being quite frank, I thought that this week was going to be like super kick ass and I was going to accomplish so much this week. But to be completely honest, I do not remember any single day of this entire week. I don't even understand how we got to Sunday um, because I'm recording this on Sunday as per usual while my parents are watching a mass downstairs uh, on their computers. But anyway, um, and I'm over here filming a podcast called Talk Nasty to Me. It's recording a podcast, but not filming. Anyway, um, yeah, like I said, I don't remember a lick of this entire week, but we're changing that this week. We're actually going to do things of substance, and I stand by that. And I said that last week as well, but I genuinely stand by it this week. I'm going to put it out into existence. I'm writing it down. I don't care. I'm going to plan this week, and it's going to be a good-ass week, and you're going to have a great week as well. I'm putting that out into the universe for you. So, Today, we are talking about productivity culture. You probably have no idea what I'm talking about. Maybe, potentially. But if you watch my new video that came out yesterday, it was all about Animal Crossing and how Animal Crossing has improved my mental health, which you probably wouldn't hear very often. Well, no, people do actually really say that Animal Crossing does help their mental health, but it has especially helped mine. And it has also taught me a thing or two about my toxic relationship with productivity. And so if you don't know what productivity culture essentially is, it's the idea that your worth is essentially valued by how productive you really are. So if you're not a very productive human being, then why are you living? And I think that I have finally gotten to the point in my life where I'm sick of it and I'm sick and tired of it. And the only person who is at fault for this is myself, truly. America at large, but I love blaming America whenever I get the chance to. But in this situation, it really is my own fault. But I know that some of you can relate to this, even though you might have not realized that there's a name for it. I don't even know if that's the name for it. I might have just named it that myself just now. But um, yeah. And essentially, the reason that I kind of got in to productivity culture or this idea that I always needed to be doing something at large was kind of comparing myself to others, which I am very, very guilty of all the time. (laughs) But it was especially other YouTubers because that's my niche. I'm a YouTuber, whatever, not an influencer, but a YouTuber. And I have definitely compared myself to other YouTubers in the past and thought, well, why don't I make as many videos as them? And why aren't my videos as edited as theirs are, or why am I not doing as much as they are? And that kind of, it helped me because it kind of gave me that push that I needed to, to kind of, you know, get to the next step that I wanted to with my channel. But it also had some costs mentally. Um, And When I'm listing these YouTubers, this is in no way calling them out because they are wonderful human beings. Well, as far as I know from the internet, they appear to be wonderful human beings. They're all very big inspirations of mine, Um, but they are some of 
they seem to be some of the most productive humans on the internet. Um, some of the biggest ones were, well, Conan Gray, when he was a YouTuber, he made a whole video about how he used to always follow these Instagram pages about like studying, like they would like romanticize studying. I personally cannot relate because I, I've said this before, but I ha- I can't study. I don't study. I'm not a good studier. I don't care about that kind of stuff, but it was essentially like Instagram pages that would like glorify academia and how your grades essentially were equivalent to the value of who you were as a person. And if you had bad grades, then you suck. But if you had good grades and you're a good person, as long as your notes look beautiful, then you're doing all right in life, even though you might be getting like three hours of sleep and not eating. Um, But it's okay because your grades are good. And Conan kind of realized like, hey, I don't want to be a part of this anymore. This isn't cool. And then he noticed a lot of people were comparing themselves to him and which is essentially what I did, but not in terms of school, but I just kind of looked at this kid who was in college as well. And like I said, he's not a YouTuber anymore, but I would watch his older vlogs and he was in college and he would have seemingly a similar workload to mine and he would make two videos a week. And on top of that, he was a musical artist on the side, which is now his main thing. And I was like, well, why can't I do that? Why can't I upload twice a week? I should be uploading twice a week. Thus, I started uploading twice a week. Don't get me wrong. I'm extremely happy about it. I love doing it. And it was a push I needed. However, comparison led me to that decision. Um, Another person, best dressed. I love her dearly, but that woman overworks herself. She's admitted it in her videos in the past. um, And from what I see, at least from her videos, she's talked about how she's working on it how she's gotten better at it. Um, But she had to make a video coming forth being like, hey, I'm not going to be uploading every single week necessarily. I might be uploading less than once a week. And it's it's just kind of going to be like whenever I feel like the video is ready and whenever I feel like. And that's a huge step because the amount of work that that girl puts into her content ungodly like jesus christ i see sometimes like on her instagram stories of how much time she puts into everything and i would compare myself a lot to that because i would be like well i don't have that long of footage and i don't edit for that long and you know i have time to hang out with my friends like you know what's her she doesn't have an excuse like she just does it and she just doesn't complain about it um but that's not the healthy thing to do Because as you can see, someone like her, who is so clearly talented, made a video saying that it was too much for her. I think that's crazy. I think that's like very good that she realized that about herself. However, um, I have definitely fallen into that trap where I felt like it was normal to, you know, risk your health and, you know, put yourself last in terms of fitting a certain deadline um david dobrik same thing he used to upload three times a week and he's talked about this in many videos and podcasts before about how he was going crazy uploading three times a week and it was just kind of like this constant adrenaline rush for weeks and weeks and weeks even years um eventually which he slowed it down to two times a week and casey neistat warned him look dude once you get to two times a week you're gonna you're gonna kind of like fall off the rails like you're not gonna be pumping out content as much as you would have and you're gonna kind of like get off track which is what happened and david's admitted that and then it turned in from three times a week to two times a week and then to one time a week and then obviously now we're in quarantine so he doesn't really upload anymore but i just find it fascinating to hear about these huge youtubers and how 
productivity has really cost them a lot. Um, same thing with Casey Neistat. Um, he's an amazing creator, but he uploaded daily vlogs for 800 days, something crazy like that. And it almost cost him his marriage. <laughs> it almost cost him his entire family because of how bad work was getting. However, he is seen as a beast. He's seen as like this Superman for uploading so much content constantly. Emma Chamberlain has talked about this as well in her podcast that she had to learn how to ask for help and slow down and it's okay to get an editor. You know, in her case, she needed an editor to help her out with her videos and that's what essentially saved her her mental health um, from being so bad because she was spending hours just editing and not doing anything else. So I found this really interesting when all these creators would come forth and I would still listen to them and them being like, hey, it's not worth it to overwork yourself. And in my mind, I was like, okay, yes, overwork yourself because it equals success, which is wild to me. But I know that I'm not the only one who feels that way. Um, Essentially, I do equate my worth as to being productive. Um, and it's to the point where if I'm not productive, I feel like shit. Um, so that includes being on vacation or taking a break. For example, I didn't upload last Sunday because I needed to take a much needed break, spend time with my family. It was Mother's Day and I just needed one day that I wasn't going to upload. And that killed me. The entire day I felt so guilty. I felt like a bad person. And I was explaining this to my mom and she's like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> it's one day. You're still uploading once a week. You're just not uploading a second time that week, which is essentially not really promised. Like I don't, I don't advertise it that I'm putting out two videos a week. I, in my descriptions, it says sometimes, I believe it says sometimes. I think it does. If it doesn't, then I should change that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so as soon as I stopped having, you know, my Zoom classes because I finished my junior year like two weeks ago, I think. I don't know what day it is. As soon as I finished that, I felt like a shift. <laughs> I kept feeling like when I was going to be done with school, everything was going to be okay because I could focus all my time onto YouTube and I could just be this like little productive beast at my desk every single day and I could just work so hard. And in reality, that's not the case at all. And I found that the more busy I am, the harder I work and the better I feel because everything is just crammed into a tight schedule. Like they say that about like high school students, if you're heavily involved in like sports and after school activities and extracurriculars and everything, your grades are going to be better. And I think the reason for that being is that because you have less time, you kind of focus on what's important a little bit more. Because I remember when I didn't join any clubs in high school and I would just come home after school was over and I would sit on my couch and fall asleep watching Dr. Phil and TMZ. I did not do my homework so many of the nights because I was so lazy. I don't know what I did every single day after high school. But anyway, that's besides the point. Who cares? It's high school. It's in the past. But yeah, and and that, but as soon as I joined, I think it was theater my senior year of high school, and I had significantly less time after school each day, and I was also working at Chipotle. Um, my grades did get better because I was just like so focused on what was important with any free time that I had because I was like, oh, well, I'm doing so well right now. Anyway, 
That's just something that I've observed. And so now that I don't have school to like be my time constraint and YouTube being like that little, you know, side hustle thing where I'm like, okay, well, any free time I have to work my ass off. Um, Now I have all this free time and I'm like, okay, what now? Because I just have no structure to my days and I need to work on that. That's something I desperately need to work on this week. But I'll get into structure and to-do lists and everything a little bit on later on in this podcast. Um, but yes, so I wanted to talk a little bit about my transition when I went to college and what productivity meant to me. Because in high school, I literally had zero productivity. Uh, I didn't have a mindset that I needed to be productive, essentially. As far as I can remember, I blocked a lot of high school out of my head. Um, but I've talked about this a little bit in my video about Animal Crossing, so this might be a little bit of a repeat, but it wasn't until I got to college that I realized that I can do things and that I have passions and I have interests and I would actually like to fulfill those things, so I need to be productive. And I felt like the need to play catch up with myself because in high school, I was not productive. In high school, I did not work on anything outside of just going to my classes and going home and watching TMZ and Dr. Phil. That was it. That was the end of my day. There was nothing more to Nicole Raffi. There was nothing else. But now when I got to college, I found my passions. I found an identity for myself. I was like, oh, wow, there's actually things that I want to work towards, but I have to actually put in work. So now I feel this need to constantly be working for things because I didn't work for them for so many years of my life. And there's so many people who have serious passions who have been working since high school diligently. For example, my boyfriend, he his major is mechanical engineering. He loves it. He fucking loves making things. I have no idea what mechanical engineering even is. That's not me being a bad girlfriend. I don't think he even knows what engineering is. The point being is that he's been working at all these programs that he loves and building things and whatever since he was in high school, like practicing physics and what everything that I am not, he's been working on. And I just ha- don't understand that concept of working for something that you really want from a young age because I didn't know who I was. That's besides the point. When I got to college, I realized that even the little tasks that I needed to do with my life uh, felt really, really good to me. So I could be procrastinating doing my homework. However, as long as I was cleaning my room or cooking or doing laundry or cleaning the same surface over and over again, as I do every single day, uh, it felt productive to me. So therefore, I was a productive person. Therefore, I was worthy. And to a certain extent, I looked down on people who were lazy and did not do as much things with their time. Because there's that saying, everyone has the same amount of hours as Beyonce. So I was like, all right, well, I'm doing things in those hours. Maybe they're not Beyonce level, but I am vacuuming. Therefore, I am being productive, correct? Wrong. (laughs) It took me a while to realize that it's not productive when you're avoiding your responsibilities with other tasks that seem like productivity. It's a mask. It's a facade. It's fake. (laughs) I have learned to start equating me relaxing while cooking and cleaning as productivity when I'm not even doing the things I need to be currently doing. I'm going to tell you a little bit about my day today, okay? 
I woke up kind of late because I have really, really hard time waking up because I'm on a medicine that makes it really, really hard for me to wake up. Anyway, um, and I edited the rest of my video because I have a really hard time finishing it the night before. So I usually wake up in the morning and I try to finish it, which is a very awful habit that I'm trying to break. And I edited it. And then I sat on my computer for a few hours, just reading comments and responding. And in my mind, I'm tricking myself into thinking that that's productivity, that that's good of me because I'm sitting there and I'm like doing something related to YouTube. When in reality, I was just like, anxious about it the entire time and I could have been spending my time way better or like genuinely relaxing or like genuinely spending time with my family but instead I was sitting there at my computer reading the same comments over and over again and then after that I hung out with my mom for a bit and then I made dinner and a lot of in-between time and now it's really late at night and I realize I kind of did nothing with my whole day and this is a constant problem that I have been having lately is that I don't do much with my day and then I end up feeling like the same day has been repeating itself over and over and over again. So while like while I'm talking about this, I realize that I'm like, that's not productive. That's not good. That's not right of you, Nicole. And while that may sound like toxic productivity culture, like Nicole, isn't that what you were literally talking about in the beginning of this video? Yes and no. Here's something that I do on the daily. I lay down and I watch TikToks for way too long. I'll sit there and I'll watch YouTube for way too long. But the thing is, is that I'm not relaxed while doing it. I'm not sitting down and having a casual, relaxing time while doing it. I'm sitting there anxious because I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm sitting there because I'm procrastinating what I should be doing with my day, what I should be doing with my time. Because like, this might not go for everyone, but I do have a job that I need to do. I do have things I need to do. I have emails I need to answer. I'm starting class tomorrow. I do have things I actually need to do. I know that might not be the case for everyone this summer, but it is for me. And I know it is for some of you as well. So while I'm sitting here in these hours, it might be like, Nicole, you relax for hours, you laid and watch TikToks. No, because that time is not relaxing to me. It's a waste of time. It's doing nothing. And so what I'm trying to do with my time in the future is to be able to sit down and actually dedicate time to actually relaxing being happy that I did my work that day, or if I'm taking the day off, just not do anything that day and just purely doing stuff that I enjoy without feeling guilt for it. In my Animal Crossing video, I kind of talked about how I've been incorporating times for myself. Like at the end of the day, I'll set aside a few hours. I can play Animal Crossing in peace. I can set my mood lighting. I can light a candle and that is dedicated relaxation time for me. Does this all make sense? It makes sense to me. I have a mirror right on my desk, like right in front of my setup when I do my podcast. And I'm just like looking at myself in the eyes and I'm like, this makes sense, right, bitch? Like this makes sense. Um, so I'm going to be talking about a few things that I find as solutions to my issue with all of this. So my goal here is is to stop thinking that my worth is determined by productivity, okay? Like, 
I'm still a good human being on days like today where I didn't accomplish much. I'm still a great daughter. I'm still a great friend. I'm still a great girlfriend. I consider myself to still be a good person, even though I did not work my ass off today and what I needed to. And that's okay. And there are some days that we cannot accomplish all the things that we need to do. Maybe it's too much. Maybe our mental health is getting in the way. Things come up. Things happen. So I'm trying to work on actually believing that and not just saying that to my podcast. I'm working on actually feeling like it's okay if I'm not working my ass off every single day. And actually, you know, it took me a while to realize that hard work does not mean slaving yourself and hard work does not mean being exhausted and staying up until 3 a.m. and sleeping for minimal hours and not eating. That's not what hard work is, okay? That's just being irresponsible with your work. And that's what I've been doing for quite a while now and I'm trying to break the habit. I have definitely been getting better at it, but I'm not to the point where I want to be. I want to be able to get to the point of like Conan Gray and best dress when I can say, okay, enough is enough. You need to spend your time a little bit more wisely so that you don't have to work yourself to the bone when the time comes. So I'm trying to do that, first of all. Um, I'm also trying to do more to-do lists and I recommend that you guys do this as well. So I am a big believer in to-do lists. I'm a big believer in writing down to-do lists because even writing the smallest tasks down, that makes you feel so much better when you're able to cross them off. It makes you feel like you really took on the day when you have a plan of what you want to do the next day. I also recommend writing your to-do list the night before. That has helped me significantly and then writing anything else I need to do like in the morning or midday. But like, let's say, for example, it's the littlest things. Make your bed. All right, let's check it off. All right, wash your hair today. All right, you can check it off. What I mean is that when you have all these little tasks, it feels like a celebration of all these moments that you've accomplished that thing, no matter how big, no matter how small. So I have fell off the to-do list band, not bandwagon, the to-do list train, the to-do list wagon, the to-do list... I don't know. I fell off of that. I have not been doing that as much as I would like to be doing. But something that I want to be incorporating on my to-do list is actually writing down self-care habits that I would actually like to do. For example, I want to be able to write down, okay, for a to-do list, set aside one hour to play Animal Crossing tonight. Okay, self-care, set aside an hour to read a book self-care set aside a day where you can just paint. I want to be able to set these things aside because when you're making it a to-do list, it seems like it is a necessity and self-care is 100% a necessity because productivity, productivity cannot be productive or be important without rest. Rest is such an important part of productivity because without it, you can't do it. It's been proven time and time again you will burn out and you will suffer (laughs) in the nicest way possible. But um, yeah, I actually want to be able to write down that I am setting aside time to actually do nice things for myself. Like today I set aside a goal that I wanted to read these three magazines that I've like piled up and I want to just be able to sit down and read them. 
I will probably not be able to get to them tonight, but they are 100% on my to-do list for tomorrow to just set aside like an hour to be able to read these three magazines. I don't know. How long does it even take to read one magazine? You know what I used to do all the time? I used to always sit at our local grocery store while my mom would go grocery shopping and I would go to the magazine aisles and I would sit on the ground and I would read J14 and magazine. There's probably some other Tiger Beat and I would sit down and I would read them all for that week before my mom would be done with her shopping because the magazine aisle was at like the end of the route for shopping. And I miss those days so much because I love magazines. I wanted an advice column in a magazine so hard, but like literally imagine an eight-year-old with an advice column. Like what kind of advice would I even give? Uh, Don't be stupid. I don't know, stuff like that. I wasn't that mean of a kid, but um, yeah, so that's definitely on my to-do list tomorrow. Maybe after this podcast, I'll like read a few pages of one tonight. That could be fun. I'm going to do that. I'm saying it now. Um, Another tip for taking on productivity is Claudia Saluski's method. It might not even be her method. She could have taken this from someone else, but she likes to do this thing where she sets a timer for things. So for example, if she wants to clean her living room, she sets a timer for 20 minutes so that she'll only clean within those 20 minutes what needs to get cleaned. And she's not like wasting time, like dilly-dallying and doing things that she doesn't need to be doing within that time. It's just kind of like quick, easy, and to the point. And I love that because oftentimes when I'm cleaning my room, I'll just get caught up on like one thing. Like the other day, I was just like, all right, time to clean my room because I clean my room like every single day because somehow I always have clothes on the ground at all times. And I ended up like taking everything out from underneath my bed. And I have a lot of like storage underneath my bed and just took everything out and was like going through everything. It was just a mess. And it just wasn't the time or place for it. And I put stuff away. But I think that that's like a really great use of your time because you're really just serving that time strictly to that one task. And I don't know. I feel like that would make me feel a lot better if I did that more in my day. Like if I set timers for myself to even make food sometimes because like I feel like I definitely waste time a lot when I'm like making food or if I'm getting dressed in the morning or like doing my makeup. Like however, I do like doing my makeup just for like pure sheer fun. But lately because I just am having fun with it, I'll just sit down and do my makeup for like two hours before filming a video. And I'm like, all right, come on. You need to like do things a little bit faster, but it's because I'm like avoiding filming, for example. Um, Because that's the thing with like overworking yourself is that then you start to dread all like these little things. I don't want people to think that I'm dreading filming. I love filming. I love making videos still. It's just like sometimes I'd rather work on my smoky eye for two hours rather than film immediately. It just is what it is. <laughs> and then also, I think I want to make a to-do list in a larger scale, like things I want to be able to do this summer. So I have to-do lists for every day, like I said, but what about like bigger goals? But they're not like big goals. They're not like take on the world, become president type of goals, but like let's clean my desk drawer because it's really messy type of goals or like let's clean out my Google Drive kind of goals because I do have those kinds of goals for myself, but they always slip my mind. Um, I think definitely having a clean space electronically is so important. Um, Best Dress read a book about it and talked about it in many videos. I still forget about it. I think it's called maybe Digital Minimalism, something along those lines. And I have watched 
so many oh what's that youtuber's name he's all about minimalism I can't remember his name right now but he's an awesome dude and you've probably watched some of his videos but he makes videos all about minimalism and what it means to be a minimalist and taking on challenges and stuff and one of the biggest things that I've learned from him is creating a space for yourself like especially if you're working on your computer a lot um creating a clean desktop creating clean emails and having your text deleted like it's just such a refreshing feeling I think I could do a whole video about or a whole podcast episode about digital minimalism because I have made a YouTube video about it before I kind of knew what digital minimalism really was where I basically made a whole video about how I deleted a lot of people off of my Instagram and people did not like that but I stand by it to this day I have like cleaned out my Instagram following like by over 2,000 people a thousand people like something crazy And I feel so much better going on Instagram nowadays. And now my number is like pretty small, but it's not to have the ratio be skinny. Like, oh my God, you have all these followers, but you only follow a few amount of people. No, that's not what's important. It's about what you're consuming. But if that's something that you guys are interested in, please tweet me or DM me on Instagram and let me know if that's a podcast episode that you'd like to hear about. Because even though I made a video about it, I am still very, very passionate about why you should unfollow a lot of people on the internet and deleting your own stuff on the internet. Anyway, um, but yes, I would like to do some things overall this summer. Like I want to sell a lot of things that I own that I have like either dupes of or I just don't get use out of anymore. Um, I want to clean under my bed, but like properly this time, like I have pots and pans. Okay, I'll tell you a quick story. My grandma's going to kill me if she ever were to listen to this, but thank God she's not going to listen to this. And neither is my mom. But one time we were like leaving my grandma's apartment in New York. And so this woman comes up to her and she just like opens up her trunk and she's like, oh my God, listen, I'm on my way to the airport. I have all of these pots and pans. Like they were like wrapped in like a box and I have all of these and they're so expensive, but I cannot take them on the plane with me. Please buy them off of me. And so... I'm like, obviously this is a scam. This woman is not on her way to the airport. Why would she be on her way to the airport with pots and pants? This is just not realistic whatsoever. But it was like a whole set. And my mom and my grandma both bought a box, like both bought a set. And it comes with like 16 to 20 pieces of pots and pans. And they were like, oh my God, this is so expensive. This is such expensive stuff. Like it's worth over like $2,000. We got it for like $200. And I'm like, this just seems fake, okay? And so I I got kind of excited because I was like, all right, new pots and pans in the house. Like whatever, this is kind of fun. But then they put it underneath my bed. And they were just like, all right, we're just going to store it under here. I was like, hello, why are we not using them? Why did you buy them? Like, isn't that the whole purpose? But Polish people love buying things and then just not using them. And so I asked, like, what was up with that? And they're like, oh, it's for your wedding. Like, well, they're just kidding. But they're just like, maybe one day if you like move to your own apartment or house, like you'll then have pots and pans. Like this is like expensive, Nicole. And I was like, I just don't think it's expensive. So I decided to Google it like last year, it's not that expensive, like at all. Like they paid pretty much just the standard price of it, like the regular resale value. Um, So they kind of got tricked into buying pots and pans. But are we surprised that my parents got scammed in Brooklyn on the streets of my grandma's neighborhood? Absolutely not. I'm not surprised at least. Maybe they are, but I'm not. Um, So those are sitting underneath my bed. And I would perhaps maybe 
Well, I was going to say I would like to pack them to take them with me to college for this fall for my apartment that I'm living with my two best friends. But um, I don't really know if that's going to happen now. So <laughs> uh, just because, you know, Temple might not open up again for the fall. We might be online again, not because I'm dropping out of college. I'm not. But yeah. I want to clean out my closet. I want to clean out my Google Drive. I want to clean out my phone, for God's sake. I just want to go through all my photos. I used to be such a freak about that. I used to like clean out my photos, clean out duplicates of photos, delete photos constantly. And now I just have, hold on. I want to see how many photos I genuinely have on my phone currently because it. I promise you it's an extremely ridiculous number. Okay, guess. I want you to guess how many you think right now. Like guess how many photos I have on my phone right now. Okay, I'm going to tell you. I have 19,180 photos and 2,500 videos. And if you're thinking, okay, so that must go from the time that you were born, right, Nicole? Like, that's how long that you've had these on your phone. No, this goes back to my first photo is November 3rd, 2017. So this is two and a half years old. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, anyway... <laughs> Sorry, I just went through my phone like real quick and there was a picture of my freshman year roommates, but in my phone. Anyway, I'm going to delete that after this podcast is over. Um, it's a great butt, like awesome. It, she was just showing me her tattoo. Anyway, not important, <laughs> but I'm going to try to work on all these things this summer, this summer, this summer, <laughs> this summer um, to just help me stay on track and not feel like I'm boring myself to death on some of these days but also do healthy habits of productivity that will benefit future Nicole and make future Nicole happy. Um, and just another tip I have just in general for like productivity is don't work in your bed. Okay. I know it's tempting. Don't do it if you can. Um, ever since I stopped doing homework or any type of work in my bed, it has benefited me greatly. I don't even think about bringing my laptop into my bed at all. I thought I was going to need like a computer case for my laptop when I got this laptop recently, um, but I did not get a case for it because the only place that it goes is on my desk because it's, yeah, it's not good to take it into your bed because essentially your brain associates your bed then with work time at least tries to and then when it's time to fall asleep uh you can't fall asleep or else if you're in my position um whenever you try and do work you fall asleep so yeah so now it's a strictly like i work at my desk if you're able to work at a table or a specific workplace um i know now it's kind of tough because i used to like work at the library primarily but if you can get out of your bed or even out of your room, I don't really have that luxury because there's nowhere really in my house to work as much, but I highly recommend it. So I just kind of wanted to emphasize that there are some tips and things that you can definitely do to incorporate in your life to make sure that you are being productive in terms that you are helping your future self out. And if you have the means to be productive and you want to be productive, there's healthy habits in doing so because I don't want you all to get swept under this whole notion that you need to work yourself to death in order to be a productive person or to have worth because I definitely thought that. It's literally what has influenced me to do a lot of the things I have in my life. Um, 
in the last like year or so because in my mind I'm like I need to work myself to death like for example now um, I'm just doing YouTube but I'm also going to be taking two online classes this summer with a community college because I want to graduate this December so I'm taking two classes I'm taking a introduction to ethics class which I'm very excited for because I can be all ethical and shit <laughs> and uh, I'm taking a color theory class later on this summer which I'm so excited about because I love art classes and I think learning about color theory especially in the video world would be so interesting so I'm very excited for that but I added a little bit to my workload already and then today I got the notion that I should get on this side job of me narrating books and then on top of that I may potentially be interviewing for another job position that I've been wanting for a while but I'm not really in the position to do so because I'm busy enough as it is my point is that I'm taking a little bit too much on my plate because I feel like it's necessary for me to be a good person and me to be happy um that's just not necessary. So I hope if there's anything that you got out of this podcast episode is that you can be productive. You can be a badass bitch, not a boss babe. I, Well, no, I'm not going to put down boss babes, but boss babes scare me. Um, but you can be a boss ass bitch and you can accomplish a lot, but there are 100% healthy ways to do so. You don't have to be working yourself until four in the morning. You don't have to be drinking five cups of coffee a day. You don't have to be neglecting your hygiene or your mental health or your physical health in order to be this productive human being. And you can also uh, try your best to not feel guilty when you're not productive, which is something I would love to work on because I don't know how to rest, but I'm working on it. It's so weird because I spent like all my life resting and then I got to college and then I started YouTube and now I'm just kind of like, all work, no play. And I'm like, where is the fun bitch from back at high school who would fall asleep on the couch after eating two scoops of vanilla ice cream with a spoonful of white chocolate peanut butter by Peanut Butter and Co and watch Dr. Phil and TMZ back to back and then fall asleep and then wake up in the morning well, not the morning, but the afternoon for dinner and uh, go back to sleep like an hour later. Where is she? She wasn't happy, but I think she was a little bit more fun. I'm trying to channel her again, just maybe not the Dr. Phil and maybe not the vanilla ice cream. Let's trade it out with, um, I really like caramel drizzle by So Delicious. It's like, it's like a brittle, you don't care about my ice cream choices. This is 100% besides the point. <laughs> um, usually at the end of my videos, or Jesus Christ, usually at the end of my podcast, I have a little bit of a question segment, or at least I've been trying to, but I didn't really know what kind of questions you guys would have for this. But if you guys are liking the question segment, please let me know because I'll definitely keep asking you guys for your questions about each topic if possible. And if you guys have any topic suggestions that you want me to talk a little bit about, give my advice on my little two cents. This was a little bit of a rant, a little bit of an advice section, and a little bit of a plea for help all into one podcast. But if you have any other topics that you want me to plea for help and give a little bit of advice where I kind of it's kind of unsolicited, um, then I'm your gal. 
just hit me up on Twitter, Instagram. Please don't message me on Facebook. Some people have been messaging me on Facebook recently, and um, that's that. Facebook is for my grandmother and I to share Polish memes back and forth. So please don't message me on there. <laughs> um, I hope that you guys all have a really really good week. I hope that you guys accomplish everything that you want to this week, especially. I know that this week's podcast episode is a little bit shorter. But um, I said what I had to say, okay? Just because it's a long podcast doesn't mean it's a good podcast, okay? So if you did enjoy this podcast, please make sure to rate it on Apple Podcasts because it helps me out a lot. If you leave a review, I love you. Maybe I'll start reading reviews every single week. You know what? Let's do that. If you leave a review this week, I'll read someone's review for next week's episode for next Monday. Should I start read doing books? Like, should I start reading audiobooks? Because a lot of people are saying that my voice is soothing. And if so, I 100% will start reading storytime books for children. Like, give me something to read. I'll read something off of my screen. User patches, voice, acoustic guitar, electric guitar and bass, Nicole's podcast. Wasn't that lovely? I could definitely... Uh, do an audiobook for a children's book. I, well, I don't think that children are listening to audiobooks. Okay, that's besides the point. Hope you guys have a great week. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening and uh, stay nasty. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>